This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Pepe Ruka, a socially conscious Kenyan lifestyle design house that loves Kenya, Africa, and trees. Welcome to another episode of Nipe Story. This is a fortnightly podcast that brings you audio stories from Kenya and across the continent. I'm your host, Kevin Mwachiro. On this episode, we're featuring Spirit Child by Alex Ikawa. Spirit Child struts into the cafe wearing a mini and a pair of black calf-length boots. The boots are for the scars. She spots me across the tables, crosses the space like someone made her queen. Some things never change. I get up, arms wide. She's always been one for hugging. I guess she's missed me. She jumps, hangs onto my shoulders like a monkey and bends her knees, a little girl again. I put a shaky hand on the edge of the table so I don't fall. She's filled out. Spirit child is spirit woman now. When she laughs though, it's like a time portal. Like I'm listening to her on a sunny afternoon 12 years ago. She flashes a waiter, fills the table with things from her purse. She's been talking all the while. I haven't heard a thing. She pauses, draws her breath. Enough about my horrible life. She finally looks at my face, really looks at it. She notices, frowns. What's the matter? Myriad little particles float lazily in the shafts of golden sunlight between the trees. You can't tell if they're insects or pollen dust. The sun is gold and the clouds are bronze and the sound of her playing carries for miles. Spirit child laughs as she kicks the ball. A kite answers from the pines. Bino, over here! She shouts, and I kick the ragged ball across the grass. She's over by the edge of the clearing, jumping on a big, smooth rock, and she screams loud and piercing. Akot and Coco laugh and scream too, and I'm running with the ball in circles, and they're just chasing me, happy. Spirit child screams again. She's sitting now, slapping at the grass. She's like that sometimes. Strange. It is because she left a part of her soul in Mama when she was born. She took two days to come out. Minodindo told Mother after applying the unguent to spirit child's raw skin, keep her alive, Nyarnyakach, because she is keeping you alive. The connection is strong between your lives now. The moment she breathes her last, so will you. They lay on the bed like ghosts. My father dug two graves down beside the Ongora tree. She suckles the last life from my Mikai's breast to finish what she failed to do at birth, he said. She's a spirit child. Nyarnyakach is wanted in the spirit world. And he bought the goats for the final rites. The breeze is like soft breath, gentle and warm, and the evening bird song trills from the trees. And Mama is flying across the grass, Ashuka trailing behind like a feather tail. What is Mama doing here? Time stops in the golden haze of the evening sun. 
We follow mama with our eyes as she runs like one possessed to where spirit child now lies unmoving. We see it then, parting the grass. The horrible, glistening, sinewy rope with horns on its head and a crook in its neck is the giant foo that Baba wounded but didn't kill last harvest. It slides slowly and hurried into the brush near the big smooth rock and Mama is wailing and tearing her clothes. Spirit child has been bitten twice, once on each calf. The legs are already swollen. The puncture marks agape. Bino, Minodindo, quick, hurry! I start off. Stay away from the brush. I run. The sun has turned blood red and the shadows are lengthening. The village is astir. Men are coming with machetes and fire and women are wailing in a circle around mama and spirit child. I run. When I come back with Minodindo and her unjoint, the men have burnt the brush. They stand around murmuring shamefacedly. The puff adder has not been found. The women are in a group around mama and spirit child. They huddle and chastise the men. Mama is cradling spirit child on her lap in the same exact spot she got bit. There's blood on mama's lips. You've bled her, Minodindo says. Yes, mama replies. You've done well not to move her, Minodindo says as she opens her pouch. Mama didn't wait for a knife to be fetched from the village. She bit through spirit child's skin to suck the poison out. She speaks with a heavy slur. The unjoint will go on her tongue as well. Puff other poison is potent. Again, Minodindo lays her charges out on the bed in Mama's room and hangs the charms above the door, humming an old prayer. If they live this time, you can feel the graves. The spirits will not call them again. She's speaking to my father, who sits brooding on a stool at the corner. She leaves. I follow with two white billy goats. Good medicine is paid for with white livestock. They live. Spirit child never even falls ill again. But mama is never at her full strength after that. The villagers whisper that spirit child took back the piece of her soul she had left in mama that night. She took it back when mama beat her and left half moon bite marks on the backs of both her legs. I search for the right words. I fail. Tears come to my eyes. They've taken her at Ombo Mission Hospital. They say she might last a few days at most. Mama has cancer in her uterus. They say it started when spirit child was born. Baba has passed already, two years ago. We dug out one of the graves he had prepared down near the Ongora tree and buried him in it. Mama said then, dig out the other one too. I won't be long. Spirit child leans back her head, and right there in the cafe, she wails. I pick up her things, put them back in her purse, and help her out the door. We are going home. A Spirit Child was read to you by Oscar Bunga and written by Alex Ikawa. Alex is a writer and filmmaker living and working in Nairobi, Kenya. His work has been published widely and you can read some of it on kenyancreative.blogspot.com. 
Alex considers himself a revolutionary writer with purpose. For him, language is a political weapon. This episode was brought to you in partnership with Peperuka. They make apparel, home decor, and gift items that amuse, inspire, and spread joy. Check them out on Instagram. Their handle is Peperuka World. Me personally, I love what they're doing, and I know you will too. If you have a short story that you'd like to share, please email us at producer at fingerpiano.co.ke. Make sure your word count is between 750 to 4,500 words. A Nipe Story is available to download wherever you get your podcasts from. Please write a review and rate the podcast and tell your people about our podcast. You can follow us here on SoundCloud, on Facebook we are Nipe Story, and on Twitter our handle is Nipe underscore story. Nipe Story is a finger piano production. <laughs>